Please sit comfortably. So good evening everyone. Good evening everyone on Zoom. Um, this talk tonight um, is maybe slightly different from my usual talks. But it's about Zen and tea. And um, I'll give you the background to it. During the um, one week session that we had last week, um, I came to a, um, a discovery that um, drinking coffee and even black tea really aggravates my coughing. I've got bronchiectasis, it's so old, the damaged lungs, so from pneumonia and so on, so I'll, I'll still not have it. But it became very clear to me um, that drinking coffee made it far worse. And so um, I stopped drinking coffee. I think I will from here on in, and maybe even black tea. But I was looking um, at an alternative to drink, and uh, and I researched it, and I started drinking green tea. And I'm a real convert to green tea now. And um, I'm actually um, planning to make some slight changes to our session um, schedule, which will be very easy to do. But as you all know, we do the tea ceremony in the morning where we drink tea. And uh, what I'm, I'm planning to do is introduce drinking tea at the beginning of the afternoon session as well, because it's a drowsy time in the mid-afternoon after lunch and after people have rested. And it's the ideal time, you know, to drink tea to refresh ourselves. And um, tea is very closely associated with the Zen tradition. And so um, the drinking of tea um, originated in China, um, you know, like in BC time. Um, but it became very um, popular and became the, the national drink of China by about the, the 7th century AD. And it's very closely associated with Buddhism, but particularly Zen Buddhism. It's very much part of our tradition that we've inherited to drink tea, green tea. And um, as the tradition goes, uh, Bodhidharma, who as you know was the, who brought um, Zen overland from India to China, who was the first founding teacher, is that he sat in meditation and he started to become drowsy and he became so, so annoyed at himself that he was becoming drowsy that he pulled out his eyelids you know, and they fell on the ground. And lo and behold, tea grew from his eyebrows. <laughs> and he, then, he, then he could um, take the, the tea from the tea bushes and drink tea to keep him awake. This truly happened. This is true. <laughs> and, um, and then um, in the 12th century um, AD, um, there was a monk, a Japanese monk, who went to China to study, and then his name was Isai, and it was during the Kamakura period, and he was the he brought Rinzai Zen back to Japan, and he also brought um, the drinking of tea. He introduced Japanese people to the drinking of tea and tea ceremony, and so tea ceremony, you know, evolved from that time. So 
some of the, if you, you research it yourself to have a look at it, but green tea in particular has enormous um, health benefits. And um, what they are is um, um, it improves um, brain function. That's why we use it in Zen, because one, it does stimulate the brain, but it calms it at the same time. And apparently green tea... By the way, I haven't got shares in green tea company. But um, it's very rich in antioxidants, which um, destroy what are referred to as um, free radicals in the body, which do a lot of damage. So it it improves brain function and it helps prevent um, degenerative brain disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Um, It lowers our blood, blood sugar levels. So it's good for diabetes, diabetics. It stabilises cholesterol levels and it lowers bad cholesterol while not, not destroying the good cholesterol. Um, it reduces body weight. It lowers blood pressure. Um, it reduces the risk of cancer. And they believe that it promotes longevity as well. And this may be one of the reasons why um, um, Japanese people generally live to quite an old age because they, they drink green tea. Um, so for all those reasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to um, bring the drinking of tea back into our tradition a little bit more. So what I'm planning to do is those little teacups we've got like drinking out of thimbles, you know, they're not big enough. Um, so what I want to do is to get some bigger bowls and um, even have, and the tea that we have, the way that we, we make it, is, is very, very weak. Um, so it needs to have more, it doesn't need to be intensely strong, but it needs to be stronger than what it is. And so I think it'd be very good to, to serve it in the morning to get us, wake us up and to drink it again in the afternoon to wake us up. And, um, and of course, if there's anyone who doesn't like it and doesn't want to drink it, you, you don't have to take it. You just, when the service come around, you could just go like that or just take a drop or whatever. Um, but I think it's got a lot of good benefits um, in terms of um, uh, facilitating good meditation and good health. And it's a very strong part of our tradition. Now, if you want to be even more radical, we could go to drinking matcha tea. (laughs) And matcha tea is the powdered green tea, which is whisked up. And um, uh, it's got a a green colour and it's very bitter tasting. It's an acquired taste. I actually like it. It's a bit of an acquired taste. But matcha tea is ten times even more potent than green tea. Um, that'll really wake us up. <laughs> be really good for it. Um, so we'll start off with doing green tea, but we might want to experiment with doing a, a matcha tea and, and see how it goes. And of course, all of you know um, Alex in our, our group who did session, and uh, Alex has been studying tea ceremony quite quite seriously for a number of years now. So um, we've got an expert who can consult us on on the making of tea and matcha tea. 
yeah. and um, see how we go with that. So it's just a slight modification to our our, um, our session schedule, um, um, but it's something which is um, uh, a continuation of the tradition we're in with a lot of good benefits that go with it. Mm.